Welcome to Escape Your Expenses, where we help women gain independence with one-on-one coaching to become financially free. We believe everyone deserves to live a life without financial worry. You just need a framework that helps you conquer your finances. I used to feel trapped by my finances, but then I finally figured it out. Now, I'm semi-retired and have the time to pursue my passions. I'm your host, Rachel Koo, a financial coach and founder of Expense Concierge Solution. I had a 20-year banking career that helped me go from employee to entrepreneur. Now, I help clients all over the world to do the same. If you are ready to become financially free, then let's get started. If you have ever struggled or are struggling with stress, anxiety, and the uncertainty of not knowing how much money you need to set aside for your emergency fund, then you are in the right place. This is the right video for you because today I will be sharing with you three questions, three questions for you to determine exactly how much money is enough for your emergency fund and you can tailor the situation, the amount of money to your specific, your own situation itself. So stay tuned till the end where I'll share, I'll put everything together and I'll share the formula with you so that you can sleep in peace at night knowing that all your needs are covered. Are you ready? Let's begin. Before I I start with the first question, I want to share with you that this is a tried and tested method. And I've done it with many of my clients and it has proved to be very, very effective. Okay, so starting with the first question. So the first question is, think about this. In the event, touch wood, that if you were to stop working today, how many months will it take you to find your ideal job? And just to explain a little bit about the question, I talk about finding the ideal job because we want to be conservative. This is go. we are talking about our emergency fund. So we want to be a little bit conservative and you want to allow ample time for you. Press pause button now and think about it when you come up with the number, come back and press play. Okay, good. So moving on to the second question. The second question is how much cash do you need in your bank account for you to be able to sleep soundly at night? You know, a lot of my clients, when they first heard this question, the first thought that comes to them is, I don't know. You know, I don't have that amount in my mind. You know, however, I want to share with you this story or rather this, my experience with this one client. It's very interesting. In fact, that session with her was the session that triggered this topic itself. So when I shared this with her, the first thing that came up, the amount came up, came up for her immediately, 30,000. Then I asked her, wow, that was fast. And she did it quite fast. It came up automatically. So I was like, okay, so how do you come up with the number? She said, she's not sure, but she tuned in and that number just came up you know, just appeared in front of her. So what I wanted to share here and explain is take some time to tune in, you know. So the key 
the key word in this question is that sleeping soundly at night. Yeah, I'm going to repeat that question again, which is how much cash do you need in your bank account? Do you want to see in your bank account for you to be able to sleep soundly at night? So for you to achieve, uh, 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 to have that number itself, tune in and get a sense of how much do you want? What's the number that you want to see in a bank account for you to get that peace of mind? You know, for you to feel safe and to go a little bit deeper into this question here, you know, as humans, at the end of the day, we all have safety and security as one of our very basic needs. So with that in mind, you know, get the amount that will help you to, to sleep soundly at night. It, it, it could be a gauge or a range at this point in time. And if that amount changes over time, that's okay because of life changes too. But just get that amount, a sense of that amount at this moment so that we can come up with that, num with that amount you need for your emergency fund. Okay? So if you need more time, same thing, press the pause button and tune in, you know, think about what that amount is for you and then come back and press play again. Okay. So moving on to question three, question, the third question, the third question here is what is the average amount of your monthly expenses? And for many people out there, this is the million dollar question because I know a lot of people, especially a lot of my clients as well, they do not know what is their monthly expenses. And I also have clients who don't know and they don't want to know as well. So I just want to say this up front that, you know, just for the purpose of this exercise, I'm going to give you a very, very simple method to find out what is your monthly expenses. Yeah. So that simple method is to just log into your bank account, bank statement, credit card statement, pull out your, the bill for last month and look at what is the amount that you're paying for your bill for last month. And we will take that as your monthly expense for now, just for the purpose of this exercise. That um, caveat, you know, disclaimer, that is, this is not the detailed way of doing it. I have another more accurate method of calculating your expenses, also applicable to for people who doesn't like, you know, who's, who are not numbers people, that will, that will, that, for me to explain that method will take up another whole video altogether. I'll, I'll take that video, I'll shoot that video another time. But for now, you know, just for the purpose of this video, this exercise, let's just take that number from your previous month's credit card bill. Yeah, as your monthly expense. And a stretch goal for you, if you already know what is your monthly expense, take the past three month statement and take the average of that. That is to give you a little bit more of an accurate picture on what your average monthly expense is like. Good. Okay, so if you want to, you can press the pause button and check that out. Okay. So with that, now you have the answers to the three questions. And I'm going to repeat the three questions. First question is, how many months will it take you to find your ideal job in the event that you stop working? Second question, how much cash do you need in your bank account? 
for you to sleep soundly at night. And the third question, what is your average monthly expense? So the formula in putting everything together is take the number of months and it's, it's very, it's all no common sense. Yeah, I'm going to explain it and break it down for you. Take the number of months that you need that you need to find your ideal job and multiply it by your monthly expense. Very simple. Reason being, even if your income stops coming in, your expenses will still be going out because you have your fixed expenses like your mortgage, your car loan, your home loan, which is your mortgage and, you know, um, electricity and stuff, you know, things, fixed expenses that you will need to pay. You also have your variable expenses like your food. You will still need to eat even if your income stops coming in and transportation and stuff. So your expenses will still need to go out. So multiply the number of months you need to find your ideal job by the uh, monthly expenses. So you have that amount and then add on to that amount your answer to question two which is the amount of money you need in your bank account for you to be able to sleep soundly at night. And I'm just going to give you an example, a very generic example. Yeah, for example, when I get the number of months multiplied by my um, monthly expense, I can maybe get 30,000. So my answer to question two could be another 30,000. So I have 60,000. So that 60,000 will be the amount of money I need in my emergency fund. Does that make sense to you? So with that, knowing that, I want you to now consider your own scenario. Yeah, think about your own scenario. Whether the money, amount of money in your bank account fits, you know, matches that level of 60000 in that example. So if it's not there yet, you know what to do. Accumulate funds to hit that level. If you have more than that, that amount, then you know what you can do with the remaining of the money and you can put it into long-term investments. You know, you can use it for other purposes. You can go, you can use it for um, higher risk investments, which gives you a higher return, which helps you to plan for the longer term as well. So that is the amount of money, you know, you need. So with this, I'm also going to explain a little bit about what is an emergency fund, yeah? So the emergency fund are money that you need to be easily accessible to you. So when I talk about emergency fund, I do not mean that it all needs to be, you know, paper cash, you know, that you store under your bed. No, it also doesn't really need no, all 60k for example you don't need all of them to be cash into your savings account there are safe investment instruments out there where you can put into so the requirement as what what are the the qualifiers you know that needs to be put in place for the instrument to qualify as you, know, you putting the money in as your emergency fund some of the qualities that i'll be looking for is that it has to be there has to be liquidity meaning it has to be easily accessible to, it, to me in the event I need it. And the second quality that I'm looking for is there cannot be a huge devaluation in its value. So some of the, if you're in Singapore, some of the investment instruments that falls into this category could be obviously savings accounts, or it can be fixed deposit, it can be government bonds and stuff. 
if you are overseas in US or any other countries, you know, look out for government bonds or huge corporate company bonds that are on the more stable side. However, just know that with the principle of, you know, high risk, high return, know that when you have lower risk, you are getting lower returns as well. Just ensure that the money that you put into for these instruments are safe because the intention, remember the intention for this money is as an emergency fund, that it is safe for you and it is easily accessible and it is there is no devaluation of its value when you take out the funds, whenever you need to take out the funds. So I hope this is helpful for you and I hope you have learned something today. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you are ready to become financially independent, please visit expenseconciergesolution.com to book a 15-minute call to learn about our coaching services. Or you can download our free guide, The 5 Critical Steps to Financial Agility. Break free from your worries achieve security and become financially free.